0: From the creators who brought you RuPaul's Drag Race and Million Dollar Listing, this is World of Wonders' WOW Report, things that make us go
1: wow.
2: Well, welcome everyone to World of Wonders' WOW Report on Radio Andy. You know, we normally uh, count down the top 10 things that make us go wow. Wow. And we'll be doing that this week, but we're going to have a little theme. Sure. I love a themed episode. I love a theme. The theme is our favorite ad campaigns of all time that made us go wow.
0: wow now wait is this our favorite or is this just the ones that really just, just stuck in our craws or really I, ma- do we hate them do we love them what are, yes, we, it's, a little bit of both. yes. it's a little bit of both
2: it's intense
0: it's things it, it's the ads that, that just that's, that's wow you can yeah. love it or you can hate it right and right. james
3: is very grunt because he insists we did this exact show before
0: why? Also, it did not insist that we do it at six o'clock in the morning, which is where, what time it is now. Honey, we're live. Live. Oh, <laughs> let's let's start all over James. again. I apologize. No, 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 it's too late. <laughs> it's Friday, James. It's Friday. You like
3: you like us. It's Friday at three o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> live.
2: Friday. <laughs> okay, so let's okay, let's get on with the countdown. Uh, number ten.
0: Number ten.
3: Diet Coke came out in the early 80s, and it was such a genius campaign because you thought in the early 80s that Diet Coke was perfect because you were drinking all that awful Coke and all that sugar and all those calories and here was something with less, at the beginning, less than one calorie and it was all introducing Diet Coke. You're going to taste it, ju- you're going to like it just for the taste of it. Tasted like battery acid but they said <laughs> it tasted great and they had like every sports figure, every celebrity, every A-list, everybody was drinking the can, rubbing against their face. I love when you rub a can wait, against wait, your is face. This the face. Is this the Cindy Crawford one well, no. Cindy Crawford did Pepsi, all oh, right. Okay, okay. Diet Coke was just it was a Vander Holy, it was just like everybody you could ever imagine in because one. I'm not ad.
0: remembering the song.
3: Sing it again. Introducing Diet Coke, you're gonna love it just for the taste of it. Less than one calorie in every serving.
2: Am I making it up, or had diet sodas failed until this point? No, because Tab was huge, but oh. Tab 70s. was
3: very narrow. Tab had there was a whole thing in the 70s where it was um. Was it cyclamates? There was some kind of... Um, yes, saccharin, right? Some before kind of- saccharin, there was something that oh. they thought was really bad for you that was intact. They took it out and they put in uh, saccharin, which mm-hmm. they later said was bad. Um, that's the whole thing. Diet Coke was supposed to be this miracle drink that it's like, oh my God, if I go to McDonald's, I'll order a Diet Coke and I'll make all the right choices. <laughs> and we turn out, of course, we know now that Diet Coke is essentially smoke in a can.
1: Right,
3: it's right. like drinking a cigarette. And yet, I'm addicted. So, um, but my favorite, the best thing ever in 1986, which was a few years later. Um, oh, but but, but we're back in the Tab thing, sorry. Tab, they were diet sodas. They were for girls. And, oh. it, was, and it was owned by Coke, but it was called Tab. So they, they they hadn't harnessed the power of the Coke brand into a diet thing. Mm-hmm. And they were able to make it something that wasn't too it embarrassing. It was like the Virginia
0: Slims of... <laughs> tab um, was. Yeah, Tab yes. was Virginia. And Diet
3: Coke crossed over. And people, like, again, it was smart. Like a mm-hmm. guy... Mm-hmm. I'm you walking know, with a big pat belly like myself would say, you know, I think it's smart. I'm going to give myself a Diet Coke. and a, You know, I like to think, I know I live in a world of fantasy, but I used to think that the, the one calorie Diet Coke would surround the Big Mac and fries and I would poop out just the one calorie. <laughs> but that's just how I rationalize getting to be this heavy at my age. But
2: you the- know who else loved Diet Coke? Who? Fanatical. Who? Tommy Faye. Yeah, Tommy Faye Bakker. Well, there is something in it that definitely is 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 addictive, right? But they
3: made it sound like a so happy town. And then in nineteen eighty six, maybe eighty five, I think eighty six, Whitney Houston did a um, ad. Called for Diet Coke, but she had been she'd been sort of a dough and headlights and everything, and this was like just for the taste of it, Diet Coke, and she was like just for the ah, <laughs> and they had teased her hair and they shot her from below, and I loved Whitney Houston so much at that time, and that commercial was so amazing that. And then it was run during the Grammy Awards when she won Grammy for Saving All My Love For You. And I was a, I was a senior in college. I was full Whitney love. And then here's the long, end of a long story is a year later in Los Angeles, I've moved. My friend, my good friend now, one of my dear longest standing friends, John Tolens, mm-hmm. who I, I ran into me at a party. I didn't really, He goes, hi, I'm John Tolens. I'm like, hi, I'm Tom Campbell. And he's like, "Um, we've met. I'm like, and I usually I fake and I'm like, oh, yes. I'm just like. I don't remember meeting you. I don't know why. I was in a very honest mood. And he's like, um, we met at the Harvard 350th, which is a ceremony thing. And I'm like, mm, I don't remember. met a lot of people there. And he goes, um, he goes, we were standing. He told me the exact location. He goes, and you were saying that if Whitney Houston died today, based on her Diet Coke commercial alone, she would surpass Ella Fitzgerald in the annals of, of Singers. And I was, again, I shook my head and I said... I have had that conversation with so many people. I cannot. I cannot wait, you either. honestly <laughs> believed it at the time? I was very revved up. I
0: loved but Whitney you honestly so much. Believed on Diet that, Coke. That, that that Diet Coke commercial would surpass L. L. the
3: saving all my love for you. Oh, okay. I thought she showed everything. So <laughs> I was. I, I bought into the whole Coke thing. I try not to drink it now. I've given up. You know, I don't do drugs. I don't do alcohol. All that kind of stuff. A, a, a Diet Coke is like going out back like crack for you. and smoking a cigarette and blowing it away so the kids don't hear it. So thank you, Diet Coke,
2: just thank for you, the taste of it. Thank you, Whitney, right? Thank you, Whitney. I guess. Uh James, number nine. <laughs> number nine.
0: Number nine, um, this is one of those things where i it's an example of the Mandela effect where I believe that I'm from an alternate universe, that I'm from a parallel timeline, because I remember these two commercials like they were yesterday, and not one person on the planet remembers them. I cannot find them on YouTube. I cannot find. I cannot Google them. They don't exist. The first one is, it's like an at and or an Apple or something, and it's an old man, an old businessman. He's like a CEO. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? Okay. And I'm, he, I'm trying he, to. I want, okay. to he, I want to remember this so badly for you and okay the, the secretary comes in and he says where are the files where are the files and she says sir i emailed them to you and he says email i don't look at my email i don't know what email would shakespeare use email and she said he would if he was around now and it was one of those commercials that was to try to get old people to do their good morning beep 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 we have a winner james a james he remembers it and blake remembers it too um uh so it's one of the, and it, 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 it was trying to get old people to do to to do emails and to be a part of the modern world. Maybe okay. it was AOL. Maybe it could have been AOL, but okay. Here's another one. It this was is very- AARP. Possibly. Oh. <laughs> Here's another one, and it's like in Trafalgar Square or it's in Red Square, and it's a guy covered in pigeons, and you think that he's crazy, and he's shouting out to the he's shouting out at a cloud, and he's going, "No, no, more, less, more, less, buy, sell, no, no, what are you doing? No, stop, stop, stop!" And you think that it's this crazy person, and then the camera swoops around, and you see he's got a Bluetooth and an app like a Google Glass, and he's buying and selling stocks, and he's like this young tech person, but you you think that it's and it's and it, the, the tagline is. It hasn't happened yet, but it's about to. And it was like before Google Glass came out and before people had Bluetooth and all this stuff. And it was talking about how like this is the new technology coming from AT&T. Not one person on the planet remembers this. And you cannot. I've tried YouTubing it. I've tried Googling it. Nothing.
2: I'm drawing a blank. Beautifully a mat- described. I mean, let's go shoot them and just <laughs> sell something.
3: Imagine a world where no one remembers the Beatles. This is your, yes! what's the name of that
0: movie? Yes! Oh, yesterday. I, I, yesterday. Yes, it's it, yes. it, so your yesterday. yesterday. I am.
3: Imagine a world where no one remembers the Beatles. Neither one of you, you were. A- no, no, no,
2: those
0: didn't bring uh, but uh, it's didn't interesting
2: ring they, any bells. Because interesting. are completely plausible. I mean, I expected some strange, mad thing that would betray this no. as, as a hallucination. No. <laughs> a K-hole. It was like a big k hole. The <laughs> pink <laughs> elephant came to my House, and <laughs> so completely they sort of one. The, the last one sounds like uh, uh, Santana or or HSBC. You know, one of those sort of yes. banking conglomerates. Yes,
0: yes, 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 ads. yes. Well, so this it- is
3: really a cry for help to the. 30 or 40 people who listen to us every week, oh. if they have seen this.
2: Please,
0: please get into I'm, contact. I'm, I'm Roger. If you're listening, yeah. maybe you can yeah. Find, yeah. The, find the email. You know, <laughs> it's one of those its It's like, I believe it's like I'm a 12 monkeys. Like I'm from from another, like the, from the future or something like that. And I'm in a madhouse. I'm in the nut house right now, but I'm screaming.
4: Why doesn't anybody remember? Could it be you think that maybe you saw one of those um, like TV shows, they used to be more popular where it was like craziest European commercials yeah. and you just saw it no, on there like, That's a
3: nice, that's a good thought. No, uh, um,
4: are you taking Ambient to sleep?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes, is uh, the answer I'm yes? Taking, I'm taking Kate
0: to sleep as well. Oh, no, you're not. I <laughs> wish we could harness
2: this genius of, of <laughs> write, writing ads in the middle of the night yes. and drug and juice I think
3: James like... St. Madison Avenue, right. Jane,
2: James, and Mad that, man, James, Saint James St. <laughs> James.
4: That Shakespeare commercial kind of sounds like you, who never answers their emails. Mm. <laughs> well. <I'm, laughs> All right. Um, the calls it, coming we're, we're, from inside that We yes. can't
2: post the links to those ads. We will as soon as they're identified and Please we find them. Please help James. No,
4: but if you, if you do know the answer to, if you've seen these commercials, uh, leave it in the comments on our YouTube. Please. Please. Yes.
2: Uh, number eight.
0: Number eight.
2: Burger King. Okay. What? It was a 1982 videotape of Andy Warhol. Eating right. a burger. The, the Serge is,
0: Luton's ad, right? That's which, right. Which is
3: also at the Whitney or was at the Whitney. It recently? was indeed
2: at the Whitney. That's right. It's it's, uh, it's it actually the interesting thing is it wasn't made for an ad, you know. It was originally uh a documentary, it, part of a documentary called uh Sixty Six Scenes from America and it came out in nineteen eighty two by a Danish documentary filmmaker called Jorgen Leth. Mm. Yeah. Jorgen And it's, it was, the sequence was, it was, it was 66 scenes from America. And one of those sequences was Andy eating a hamburger and it lasts about 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, Burger King having acquired the rights, they cut it down to 45 seconds. Uh, And it's just Andy sitting at a table. He puts down the bag, he opens the... We'll, you can just, well I I, just post the link and you can look at well, it. I thought it was a
0: Japanese commercial and it was um, Serge Luton's. It's not? It was. I'm completely mistaken? Uh, you are? I I'm from mistaken. another <laughs> timeline again.
2: <laughs> this is actually Jürgen Leff, a Danish experimental documentary filmmaker whose 1982 film 66 scenes from America. And Was what, he friends with, with Warhol? He was just making this film about American life. And what's interesting about the scene is... That he wanted, he was worried that Warhol wouldn't eat a branded burger. So when he was getting ready to shoot the scene, he sent out and had two burgers completely plainly wrapped in plain bags, and one from Hamburg, one from Burger King. Andy Warhol came on set and was like, "Where's McDonald's?" Because he was like. McDonald's is much prettier. He preferred the design of McDonald's. Rightly so, because Burger King's design's always been a bit (gasps) between brown. Although the bacon double cheeseburger's quite good. But they and then with the Diet coke, it's only one calorie. They were gonna go out, thank you. Yes. They were gonna go out to get McDonald's and and he said, Oh, this is a waste of time, let's just I'll just eat the Burger King. So that's how Burger King got their ad. He like just gave in and ate Burger Burger King King because he wouldn't. The last thing he would do, he refused to eat the unbranded burgers. that. Oh. You see? Mm-hmm. Now, you, it's so funny because you said it
3: wasn't an ad, but it is now. And it reminds me of a moment from Lily Tomlin's search for intelligent life in the universe, where she's the cr- crazy homeless lady talking to herself. And she's talking to the aliens, and she holds up in pantomime, like, Campbell's soup can. And Campbell's soup, like, she's like, this is art. This is soup this is art, this is soup,
2: trying to
4: understand the difference between a (laughs) Warhol and a can of soup.
2: (laughs) Somehow, And they never, yeah, he just loved it.
4: Well, what (laughs) was the Burger King? Was it just him eating a burger? Oh. Was there any tagline or anything?
2: Buried the headline. It's a single locked-off shot. It is the most simple, and that's the irony, I guess, of it being in the Super Bowl where they spend billions on virtual reality and extraordinary special effects and enormous epic production scale, and this is just a single shot Of Andy just sitting there
0: eating a burger. And it's interesting. I do remember now because afterwards it was on a lot of blogs and everything. And it was like this generation was like, Andy Warhol did a Burger King commercial. And people were just sort of floored that this actually existed. And, you know, we all knew about this.
2: Right. Yeah. But but it was
0: interesting that like it opened up a whole new generation to Andy Warhol.
2: It did. It did. I mean, I think a lot of people had no idea who that strange person There it is
3: on my Instagram yeah, that I did in, fa- in fast motion. I always thought it was a Heinz ketchup.
2: And he was he was sort of cute still then, wasn't he? I always I think the freight wig was a really sexy.
0: But he he just, had a nice cute little face in yeah, the sixties. Yeah, yeah he well, this,
2: but but that was in the nineteen eighty two. James wasn't it? Was See, but he was still so cute. Then. Yeah, he
0: was. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
3: And
4: what year did he die? Eighty seven. Eighty seven. Yeah. February. 87.
2: Five years for his death. Uh, okay, let's take a quick break. Uh do you have a trivia question? I do. Oh.
4: In 2014, mm-hmm. Felix Baumgartner made a record-breaking leap above the upper atmosphere and made it safely to ground without any harm done. Oh, I remember that. Yes. What company paid for the stunt?
2: Uh-huh. Um, you know, don't you? I think so. I think I know. You're listening to the Wow Report on Radio Andy Sirius XM. We'll be right back after the break.
1: You're listening to World of
0: Wonders Wow Report. Things that make us go wow.
2: and welcome back to the Wow Report on Radio Andy. We are counting down the top ten ad campaigns that made us go. Wow. Wow. Of all time. I'm Fenton. I'm here with Tom and James and Blake. Hi. Hi. Mm. What was the question? In
4: 2014, Felix Baumgartner made a record-breaking leap. He was very cute, if I remember. Felix Baumgartner was hot, hot, hot. Well, he made a record leap. (laughs) Breaking leap above the upper atmosphere and made it safely to ground without any harm done. What company paid for the stunt?
3: One word. Two syllables. First syllable. Sounds like head. Am I right?
2: Beds, sir does beds. Red bull. Red yeah. bull. But Red Bull's not one word, is it?
3: It is now.
4: <laughs> is it is it is it a red bull or is it Red Bull? Blake? It's two words. Red Bull. All oh,
0: right. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh well, still got it right. But I do. I, I stand by. Felix. Felix was was hot, hot, hot. I wish we could put pull up a picture of him.
2: Uh, you are missing out if you're not with. Well, look. <laughs> you know what happened to me last night? What? Okay. So I. I went to a dispensary for my first time, <gasps> oh and my I tried God. a sleeping. I thought this is going to be a good sleep aid. What? what Big are you doing? mistake. That's I ate, I ate an edible sleep aid. I you, I, feel, I remember you talked about pardon before. Pardon my French, because Fenton is fucked up today. I I feel like when? I am in wrapped in cotton wool at the bottom of a swimming pool. When did
0: it, you become a pothead? <laughs> I remember this. You've, I just thought
2: pot legal. Now I should just. Go
4: do what the kids do, go to the dispensary. What? Well, what, did it not help you sleep? I would think it that it helped. You. You know,
2: I kept on waking up. I gotta get go to a show. Did We're you doing th- the radio show.
4: And the, the room
2: was spinning. <laughs> I was like, oh God, I hope this wears off on the radio show. You drove! Otherwise, they're gonna have to call in sick or something. Um, did you take it orally? Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a gummy. Make, just sure it's opposed to awesome. injecting you your gummies. It. There's always an <laughs> anal <laughs> option. <as> we say on <laughs> always an <laughs> anal <laughs> option. It's certainly not me out, but anyway, um, <laughs> it says here. Yeah. All right, we'll t- we'll handle you much. You know. <laughs> hey buddy. Hey buddy. Oh you. okay, god. buddy. I couldn't find water you, you want to go water, to the tent? Buddy? Let's take you over to the tent. Yeah, the out tent. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't park my car in the parking lot. I had to like do it five times
0: before I could get between
4: the. Don't you have like a soft god i a bit
2: of a rogue driver to begin with, no offense. <laughs> that's, that's I've driven with them before, too. Oh, gosh. Guys, I got a speeding ticket, too, the other day on, on Highland. Well, Highland, like going to the gym at like 6 a.m., just open it up. The yeah. Road is ahead yeah. Of you, and so was a cop. So and they have
0: been around lately everywhere. I've been seeing. But the, those are
2: two separate incidents.
0: Yeah. You weren't high when you got arrested.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You not. Know, hopefully, <laughs>
0: hopefully not. Legally.
3: Legally.
2: I'm not high now, I'm just, it's like, you know when you take NyQuil and you wake up and you're a bit groggy? Mm-hmm. No, I don't use NyQuil mm-hmm. as a drug, no I don't. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, we're counting down top 10 advertising campaigns that really got us excited. <laughs> what was number, that was number seven.
0: Number seven.
2: Um, in
3: the 70s, you can back me up on this, I don't know if this played over in the, in the UK, but there were perfume commercials with songs that changed my life. I will name three of them, but the number one is one. But there was There's a Fragrance that's here today, and they call call it Charlie. Kind of hip kind uh of now Charlie. And it was Shelly Hack, who is a beautiful model, very preppy, very sort of Boston jawed. And she and Bobby Bobby Short, right? The piano player. Yeah. yeah. And it was just so classy. And she was it was kind of around the Gatsby movie times. What is
4: is Boston jawed mean? I
3: don't know. She just seemed very kind of patrician (laughs) and I I don't know. I made that (laughs) up. Like Red Bull is one yeah. word, and Boston Jawed is a way to describe Charlotte. Lockjaw, okay. Lockjaw. Okay, Lockjaw, okay. yes, Yeah, yeah. Which there's is very an, beautiful. There's an howl. And uh, it was kind of a cheap perfume, and I didn't know it. And I bought it for my mom for Christmas, because there's a fragrance that's here today. And she was just a girl who was like on the go and came out of a car. She had a great
0: pantsuit on. Yes, was, like, like sort of
3: cream. High-waisted. Yes. Uh-huh. And she would walk into the club and... Throw somebody her hat, and she was there. She was Charlie. And that was so hot.
0: Well, wait. Can, can I tell you? Can I put in one, too? Please. And I hope this is one of yours. Huh? The Angelie. That was the next oh, one. Oh, good,
3: good, good, good. Okay. Which is um, a song that Peggy Lee did, but I didn't know at the time. It was like, I can bring home the bacon. Bake- fry it up, up in a pan, pan. And, and never let you forget you're the man. Forget you're a man, because I'm, I'm a, a woman. Angeli. And it was sort of a woman peeling off her glasses, letting down her hair, taking off her apron. She was coming home from work and she yeah, was. But now she was, she was ready she to be a woman. Ba- Fired up in a pan. I never, never let you forget you're a man. And that, again, was about as sexy and vagacy as anything that yeah. happened in my house. And then my favorite, which was on for a very brief time, and you can watch it on YouTube, and it stars Lola Falana, who oh, is the forgotten sure. artist of our oh, time. What a woman! You might want to say she was the Black Joey Heatherton, But that I was going to say. Enough. I was going to say but yes, her and enough. Joey. Uh-huh. Yes, they were like these, these. They were they were kind of born too late. Like they were like these Vegas song dance mistresses that kind of came just at the end of the variety Sex show. Sex kittens. Sex kittens. And she was in a a, a, a tiger painted bodysuit, and she. She goes. I was sitting. Uh, um, I was sitting. And she was like a tiger, she had her hair is bouffant, and she had stripes, in it. She animal-y and, and she was animal, and her eyes are beautiful, and she's a beautiful African American woman. She goes, I was sitting in the tall grass, just walking, watching the world pass, and I started walking, and they started stalking. Here comes the tigress. Here comes the tigress. <laughs> Tigers go alone because men are such animals. <laughs> And it was like a Gauguin, that. it was like a Gauguin painting come to life, it was all like African American men and, and you know boys and tight butted like things. Oh, you're gonna love it. I'm gonna play it for you. Was it for cologne or yeah, for Tiger's cologne because men are such. It was for men. Tigress because no, it's for women. Tigers Columbia, because men are such animals. I was sitting in the tall grass just watching the world pass. So and I started walking and they started stalking. Here comes the tigress. I don't remember this one? And I was the biggest Lola Thuana fan on the
0: planet. Tigers Columbia, because men are such animals. <sighs> <sighs> They just, and I love, yeah. You know, her I fell friend. into a Joey Heatherton Serta for Serta hole the other day where she was doing all the mattress commercials. Yes. And then she was like, go, go dancing on the mattress. Oh, Buy a
3: perfect sleeper, perfect, perfect sleeper, sleeper by perfect.
0: Serta. They sold
3: mattresses with sex. She'd be like in a bodysuit, and she had little, this is Joey Heatherton with little, like, uh, punky, spiky blonde hair. And it was all like her just being. Got Yes, was a, She was a got The <laughs> other thing they did was uh, G- uh, Muriel's cigarettes used to have a lot of sexy. Let Muriel light your life. The 70s were just sexy. That is my desire. Muriel Cause where there's Muriel smoke, there's fire. do ba doom 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 doo doom. Pow I'm on. <laughs> how many how many fingers do I have up?
2: <laughs> Did you have batted ass here in the States? Batted ass. No? And the tagline was things happen after a batted ass bath. There's a sort of woman in a towel lurking by a window and I was always taking battered ass baths, hoping things would happen. <laughs> 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 he was pruned. He was <laughs> all this wet and pruned. Nothing, nothing did. Number six, James.
0: Number six. Number six is another seventies thing because uh, I was I was much younger than you were in the seventies. Yes, funny how you've caught up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, silly rabbit tricks are for kids. Silly rabbit, silly rabbit tricks are for kids, and it was a Saturday morning commercial. And the the rabbit was after the tricks, and the rabbit they would it would never let the rabbit have the tricks. Why? And it was so frustrating. Yes. It was very frustrating to me as a child because I wanted the rabbit to have the tricks. We all did. We all did. We in in fact there was a um uh, an, um a poll. That was taken in the late 70s, I believe, in which they want they asked the children if they wanted the rabbit to have the kids, and they were going to let the rabbit have the kids. Tricks, and that, the, the tricks. tricks. What the tricks company was going to let the rabbit have the kids. Uh, tricks. Ha- the tricks company was going to let the rabbit have the tricks correct right okay and but then they never did they ended up at the last minute stealing the, the tricks away from the rabbit once again and it was uh, well did uh, the kids vote for it the kids voted for it, it they wanted yeah. it, the, the, overwhelmingly the children wanted the, the rabbit to get and the tricks and it was tricks. the
3: beginning of Reaganomics no, no I'm kidding I was can't, also, can't connect them
0: but they were saying at the, at the same time that this happened in the 60s is when they first started coming out with the, the commercials they opened up the door for Charlie Tuna and Charlie Tuna was never allowed to have the tuna yes. if you remember well, but Charlie was the tuna, wasn't he? No, well, Ch- Ch- he was he was a tuna with, with good taste, but they wanted tuna to taste he that wanted, good. That's cannibalism. He wanted to be captured. By sunkist, a hook would come down. They'd be like, "Sorry,
3: Charlie," because
0: he wasn't. Yeah, he, he was wasn't tasty with, enough. He, yeah, he wanted. They wanted tunas with, with that tasted good. As a, and he oh, said I that he think. was a he was a tuna that had good taste. And he would always be painting a painting, saying, "Look, at <laughs> I have good taste." And they would say, "No, Charlie, we want tunas that taste good, not tunas with good taste." And so he was never allowed to, to be a tuna that was eaten. Sorry,
1: Charlie. But then
0: there was also, if you remember, fruity pebbles, in which um, uh, Barney would never let Fred have the pebbles, and he would always do some elaborate prank on Fred, and he would be. Run it away, away, yeah. So run away with the, with the Fruity Pebbles, and Fred would always be chasing him. There was So also, they were creating
3: a sense of scarcity to make us want to buy it or something. Well,
0: no, but it was it was, was just so this, hard. that we were always being thwarted. We were just, uh, as children, nice. we were just always being thwarted. There was the Hamburglar. There was um, the Lucky Charms, the Leprechaun for Lucky Charms. These these mascots never got what they wanted, and it takes me back to a trauma what? that I had with um, Sesame Street. And I know that we've talked about this before in this alternate timeline of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had
4: a top 10 countdown about it. It well, was a top
0: 10. It was the traumas of James. Um, but the Snuffleupagus and how nobody ever saw the Snuffleupagus on Sesame Street except for Big Bird. And the Big Bird would always around saying, I've seen the Snuffleupagus. And everyone would be like, there's no such thing as the Snuffleupagus. And the minute they would turn their backs, the Snuffleupagus would come out. And he'd be like, there it is, there it is. And then the, the children would all turn around and the Snuffleupagus would be gone again. And it turned out that um, Sesame Street ended up having to have the kids I'd see the Snuffleupagus because children who had been abused were all were nobody ever believed them, and they would say, "I'm you know my parents are abusing me." Blah blah, blah, and it, the adults would never believe them, and it was a big trauma for children at the time. So that Sesame Street recognized that the children who had been were being abused were being traumatized by nobody seeing the against. Oh and so they goodness. had to turn. They had to let the children see the against so that you, we would believe the children. We would book because people wow. weren't believing the children. So it was like one of those traumas for me that I was like. You know, let the let the rabbit have the tricks. Let the let the leprechaun get the lucky charms. Like why is this not happening? And still to this day, it upsets me.
3: <laughs> wow. And then
0: I, I want my MTV. A generation of uh, deprived of their tricks. Well, which, which I've learned in in my, in my um, uh, research <laughs> about this, that I want my MTV is actually a throwback to the 1950s. I want my Mapo. It was a big yes. commercial, oh. and so when they were saying I want my MTV, it That's was a right. play on that famous commercial. go my Mapo
3: was uh, one of the things. Lego no, my ego. No, go my, my ego. ego. Yeah, but no Mapo. I was, want my Mapo. You're
0: right. Mapo right.
2: is oatmeal. Yeah. Okay, and uh, Eggos are waffles. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well,
1: right. You're learning. You're, you're learning about what's, America. What's this called? <laughs> <laughs> Eyes,
0: ears, nose, mouth.
2: Number five. Number five. Apple. I can't believe you guys haven't talked about Apple campaigns
0: because, Like well, I did, but it was an alternate Apple. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, <laughs> <a> okay. <laughs> I was actually, I mean, in my confused state, I was thinking that the campaign I was looking for was called Think Different, right? Right. The Think Different campaign is not to be confused with the 1984 campaign. Totally different.
0: Right. So I was going to oh, start... Oh, is it the 1984? Okay, I know this one. Right. Oh. Right. So the 1984
2: came out in 1984. I it, it, Actually, this was the one I really meant... You know, the, you know this guy, this multimillionaire, bought London Bridge... Yes, and he had it shipped to Texas, and it was the Peace wrong break, bridge. And he had bought the wrong effing bridge because yes. he wanted the bridge with the towers on it, which is called Tower Bridge, not London Bridge. Well, this is my experience. Wait, someone bought London Bridge? Yes.
0: The one that fell down?
2: No, they dismantled it. Yes, 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 that one. They dismantled it, shipped it to Texas, reassembled it. He's like It'd that's been around since the 16th not. Sixteenth century. That's not the bridge. It was Tower Bridge that he wanted to buy. Yes, 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 yes.
3: And the Fergie song.
2: But London Bridge is falling, it, London Bridge is not very impressive. It's Tower Bridge is the one. Anyway, this is a diversion. Where are we going with it? <laughs> i tell you exactly what. How does this have to do with Apple? I was researching Think Different, thinking it was the 1984 commercial. Right. So I'm going to end up really talking about <laughs> wait a minute, wait, two commercials by Apple. 1984, which was the original one that came out in 1984. Which aired once during yes, the Super Bowl. Exactly. Is that the one
0: with the, with the giant, uh, giant screen, Orwellian, yes. Orwellian dictator yes.
2: type mumbling, we shall overcome, we are one unity, and a single player in color. Everybody else is there in black and white, black and white zombies watching the giant screen. And a single Olympian type person comes in with a hammer running. She runs, she throws the hammer, explodes the screen. I think a really interesting message because I think that the whole idea was like that Apple was counterculture and it was rebellion. And yet, ironically, Apple has become the big brother, big screen. For sure. We all use our Apple devices. And in that respect, I think we don't think different, actually. I think we all think the same because I think the device you use changes the way you think. Well, I mean, there's that thing that every counterculture
0: becomes the culture eventually, and every 60s radical ends up becoming the... But it's just
2: ironic, isn't it, that their whole marketing has been based on this idea of rebellion and of iconoclasm when they've ultimately become... Right.
3: I mean, Was uh, there a tagline to that 1984 ad? Oh,
2: yes, a very good question there was. And I'll read it to you because it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, What does it say? Oh, that's right. So, on January 24th, Apple Computer will introduce Macintosh, and you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984." So the tagline makes Ooh. it all make sense. And then right after that, Apple sales spiked, you yes. know, they, they sold shed loads of, yes. and of- and it aired once, that's the crazy thing, it, again, yeah. it shifted, it
3: put their brand on the market, yeah. and shifted perception, it is a, a remarkable- And this was
4: before like the internet where you saw the commercial over right. and over again. Exactly.
2: And then, of course, the next, the one that I thought I was researching is the Think Different campaign, which is completely different. This was in 1997. Yep. And the interesting situation was that Apple was hemorrhaging cash. They had no new products. So they just created this campaign. They didn't, it wasn't selling anything. It was just a brand consciousness raising exercise that worked brilliantly. Yeah. Um, and that was like they had, like, Einstein, wasn't it, exactly. connected with different individuals? Einstein, over... Thomas Edison, Muhammad Ali. And, it, and Apple were doing really, really badly at the time. In fact, the guy, someone said um, they did a they did a campaign with a bunch of dead celebrities because they'll be dead soon, too. Because everyone thought Apple was going to fail. We
3: should do one with Joey Heatherton. Think different. Mm. Lola Falana, Think different.
2: Is Joey still around? I believe she is. And you know what the impact of that app was? That. Stock price tripled within twelve months. Hmm. I'll just leave you with that. Less than the
3: cost of a latte. Think different. You know, ah. marketing can change everything. Right. How
2: is Joey still?
3: What does she live on? Where, where, does, where does her money come from? I don't know. I, I know that you know. She's got to be. Old. Joey mean, like, has the very. You know, she years and years and years ago, she lives I think in a building across from the Four Seasons on Doheny, and she was married to a football player who was arrested for, I believe, pedophilia. And, and, and yeah but I oh. have a friend who saw her at the pharmacy
0: wouldn't it be interesting if she and Lola were like roomies and they were like strokes? I
3: think Lola and I could be totally wrong but ha- is suffering from something like MS or something oh, do you know why, why? I say this out
2: loud, but I don't know why do I say them out loud on the radio do you know why they came up with a line think different
3: <laughs> Oh, hey. hey. Hey, Fenton. Hey, Fenton, what's, what's going, going on? <laughs> Why did
2: they come up with the line think different? Come on. What are we talking about, Fenton? Um, because,
3: because they wanted to uh, turn an adjective into an adverb? No.
2: <laughs> because at the time, IBM's tagline was, think IBM. Oh. Oh. Very direct, very targeted. Yes. Okay. I think we should take a break.
0: A long break.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He might be back. Blake, have you got a a question? Months
4: and months and months. I do have a question. What internet behemoth started as a dating website on Valentine's Day 2005 and sold to Google a year and a half later for $1.65 billion?
1: What What
0: year?
4: 1985? 05. 05. 05. 1905?
2: 2005. (laughs) Okay, you're listening to The Wow Report on Radio Andy We'll be right back
0: You're listening to World of Wonders Wow Report Things that make us go
1: wow
2: Hey, welcome back to The Wow Report On Radio Andy, I'm Fenton Here with Tom and James and Blake And we've been having a grand old time Counting down the top ten
0: Ads Of (laughs) campaigns Of all time
2: Yeah, made us go Wow
1: Yeah We had a
2: question, Blake
4: I did. What internet behemoth started as a dating website on Valentine's Day 05 and sold to Google a year and a half later for 1650000000 billion?
0: I'm completely having a blank about this. Maybe it was YouTube.
4: Match.com. Mm, yeah. Match.com? I YouTube.
1: YouTube. It actually
4: started as people could upload videos, like, you know, in video 2005? dating.
1: And if then nobody... they had
0: to pivot.
4: And then they pivoted, yeah. Mm. And... But
1: we
0: couldn't upload videos in 2005.
2: Yes, we could. In fact, you know, uh, this is an interesting well, little detail. In 2005, we were you? actually developing and had hired, it's a sore point, we hired software developers to write... A program like YouTube, and well, the whole wow idea TV. was in a world of five hundred channels, why not fifty million? <coughs> that <laughs> was the you're ahead of your time. Uh, this was Wow um, TV, and then right? Slightly well, behind, <laughs> and, then and then slightly then behind. Then YouTube it, never, We never launched it. It never got past testing. I remember, I
0: remember that. But I remember trying to upload videos on the blog in two thousand four, and two thousand five, two thousand six, huh. and it was just well, impossible. YouTube at first. It
2: didn't really work at first, did it? No, that's I what mean, I'm it saying. It wasn't until like two thousand
0: seven that we were able to actually.
2: Back to the ads. Number four.
0: Number four.
3: I grew up watching television, as you can tell by this conversation. I loved everything about television. I was just, you know, we had, in 1976, not only did we get our first color TV, we got cable. Mm -hmm. But until that point, we had ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS. That was it. And uh, in the 70s, ABC was the young person's network. Because it was Bewitched, That Girl, Mod Squad. In the 70s? Yeah. It was a young... It was, it was like... You know, CBS was like Barnaby Jones and Cannon and, you know, 60 Minutes and Gunsmoke. And NBC was kind of a wreck with Emergency and... just. Emergency no, was fabulous. Uh, yeah. I had such a crush on him. The okay. blonde one. All right. I thought it was a little slow moving. But... I look forward every year. You remember Julie London was on that? Yes, oh, she but, was so beautiful. But she was a little past her prime, I thought. Anyway, um, I learned since. I used to watch that with our friends. Anyway, in the fall, when, but now we have programmings. We have a million channels. They, they premiere all year round, but it used to be the fall lineup. And ABC, better than any other network, would create sort of like a network campaign to let you know that the songs are coming. And ABC, because of Jiggle TV, because of Charlie's Angels, and Three's Company, and, Three's company, and they were just number one love boat. What was the
0: one with the Angelian, where they were all waitresses? It's a living, living. living. Uh-huh. And so they used
3: the song, still the one, I want to make you in bed, you're still having fun, and you're still the one. So they adopted that song as the network theme song, and then they would... Again, I'm such a geek, but they would clearly have a promo day, which I would know now. And all of the people to it would be like Tony Danza from Taxi next to Angelian going, still the one. And they'd have like big ones and sets. And I just thought that was the most joyous celebration of my <clears throat> ABC family
0: ever. Was you don't remember those. You're no, here? I totally remember that. Now that you're mentioning it, yeah. I totally remember it. And I remember because um, that was the year that um, – uh, there was a, a, a spinoff from uh, Happy Days, and it was um, Blansky's Beauty. Blansky's Beauty, yes, and they were um, all uh, Vegas showgirls or yes. something. Yes, and was it Pat Morita? Was the was Mister? Was... I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> no. you don't remember? Did they have those in England? The BBC have those. Yeah, they have
2: seasons and like a sort of reskinning and a yes. whole promotional campaign. But they still, I that... still do. And ABC had been the third
3: network forever and ever and ever and and in the 70s with Jiggle TV with Fred Silverman with Nipples and Charlie's Angels and company, even um too close for comfort with Jim J. Oh, Bullock. yeah. But it was oh, about the, those the, two the, daughters. It was uh, with
0: the Landers girl was one
2: of them, right? No, I no, know
3: it was a Cornell Lydia Cornell and Debbie von Falkenberg. I know a lot of stuff. Oh. So we'll post some
2: of these promos on the Wow Report, right? Me, and, and who was you the, know, who was the
0: was one? The, she was, she did a lot of um Nancy Dussault. I love Nancy Dussault. You oh, know
4: um, Bravo used to kind of do this. Like they haven't done it in a while, yes. but a couple of years ago in the summer they would <clears throat> have like all the Housewives. From... That's a throwback to that. Uh, Thing. Right. James,
2: what a campaign at number three made you go, wow. Number
0: three. Do, 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 La, la. Mentos better. Fresh goes better. Mentos freshness with freshness full and full of life or something like that. I didn't get it from the melody. I did get it from the
1: word <laughs> Mentos.
3: I understood it was the Mentos game. Those are weird commercials. Those are
0: very strange commercials. And I was reading a history, the, the bizarre history of those 90s Mentos commercials. Yes. And it was um, a man. Um, they seem like Danish or something. Yeah, they were very Ace of Base. Well, they, they were night's beginning beginning in 1992, the Netherlands-based confectioners um, just came up with the fresh goes better, and they started doing these commercials that were very odd. And was um, the they were known for their hammy acting, for the general sense that the ads were trying to approximate American culture rather than actually be a part of it. Totally, sort of like a robot mimicking emotions of their human counterparts. Um, it was an ad company called pa- Panic and Partners out of Hamburg um, that c- conceptualized the spot. And it was usually there would be a group of people, a group of good-looking young people. Yes. And they came across a problem, and the only way to solve the problem was to pop the Mentos, and then you got inspiration. And it would be like he was a, a a waiter, and he wasn't getting his food in time, so he put the waiter outfit on and did was with the waiter himself after he popped the Mentos. Or there was like a car that stopped, and they couldn't get across the street, and so they went through the car. And the guy was the guy driving the car was like, "What?" <laughs> and so I also
4: was, remember another one where the car couldn't move, so the big buff guy like picked it up and moved it. The, Probably, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, there was
0: there was dozens and dozens of these commercials. The ads seemed
4: um, disconnected from actual human
0: behavior, and the song itself was crit- critiqued for appearing to be an English translation that didn't quite get the lyrics right. It doesn't matter what comes; fresh goes better with life, and it like sort of makes no sense or anything like that. So it was and deliberate. I it mean, was de- <clears throat> it, well, it it wasn't deliberate. But once they realized what was doing it, they sort of played off of that, right. and um, people either hated them or they loved them. In fact, the Foo Fighters. Or famously did a music video yes. where they they did the, yeah. Yeah, the Mentos. They, wouldn't
3: they hold them up and it would look like a middle finger or something like Mentos?
0: Am I crazy about Probably. that? Probably. I mean, there was just some, they, were, they were just, just very just very off. off and bizarre. And the people they looked like like they weren't. They it were looked good. like
3: it looked like Bell Me porn.
0: It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they were sort of like the this, um, in the nineties. But
3: no one I've met
0: in the, on Saturday Night Live. There were the um, the the two guys, There was the.
3: I want to pump you up uh, the pump or, yeah, or, or yeah, the yeah. Roxbury guys and then,
0: you know, the yeah. Roxbury guys yes I think that was sort of a riff on it on um, Family Guy they have these two blonde guys I don't know if you watch and they, they always talk like they they don't quite understand English yeah,
4: yeah I, I vaguely remember that
0: Amentos and the, so they're not a, an American candy no 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 like they're I said they, and they, were, they were Danish and they weren't doing well at all and they, they had flatlined, and so that's when they came up with these what cars, I
3: remember like, about the thing I enjoy about Amentos was coming in sensory is was the mouthful because they were in the that mm. loose packaging. They were round and chewy, and you would eat them. And you could pop them. You'd put them, it yeah. into your mouth, mm-hmm. and you would take one, mm-hmm. and you'd take the other one with
0: your teeth. And, and so... then you got inspiration, and you were inspired to, to uh, yeah. solve a problem. And then I teeth. picked up
3: a car once. And then I went and I bought, do, 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 do. I bought edible sleeping aids for Fenton, and I forced him <laughs> to eat them. We really should start every, every segment by reminding people that Fenton is tripping right now. <laughs> Fenton is tripping balls. <laughs> do, 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 do. Wah,
0: wah. Mentos. Mentos goes better. Fresh goes better. So surreal. Number two. <laughs> Number two. Uh,
2: progressive insurance. They're all around you, these progressive ads. Have you seen them? I mean, you must have seen them. Wait, are you talking Flow? Flow. But they have they have built they have with
3: like they've kept Flow and yet they've built a whole new world around Flow.
2: Flow is a whole rounded out character with a family and relatives in fact after I think several years of doing the campaign, I think for her 100th anniversary, for her 100th ad they had they introduced us to her brother, her sister, and she played. Her mother. Yeah. and she played. Yes, yes, that's right. She played. And the all sister is a
0: slacker, and the, the aunt. <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We had her I in the office the like ten years ago. Do you remember I, that? I yeah. remember
3: that yeah. because everyone we were obsessed with her, and we wanted her on Drag Race and stuff. And she's kind of like, I can't. I, I I my soul belongs to progressive.
2: <laughs> what's What's the feeling? What do you? I mean, because I feel that they're sort of they're not brilliant in the sense that. They're ubiquitous. They're all around you. Yes, but you don't really quite notice them. Like it's not like Apple, which was right. such a statement. Well, campaign. I'll tell you what. I'll
0: tell you what. Yeah. I have a feeling because the Geico ads really are very brilliant. And there's the Geico lizard and the Geico right. um, uh, mm. cavemen and the Geico squirrels. Right. And there's like there's like dozens and dozens of these different characters. And I think that they were trying to compete with Geico when they came up with Flo. And it doesn't. It's it's funny because she's managed to last, and yet yeah. they they don't really. And they're very meta. Yeah, you know, yes. but, like, they, but they aren't. They, they aren't. You're you're right. They aren't
2: really brilliant. Is but is that is that genius to be just a little bit off, so that you don't get sick of it? It's almost so, like, exactly right. It, they're they're
3: always there. You're always being reminded of brand awareness, but yeah. you're, you're not annoyed by. But them.
0: you aren't threatening to exactly. the to the to the Yahoo's in in Middle America. Right,
2: exactly. You know, because I mean, sometimes
0: it's some some, th- some things are
2: so if it's meta it's and too clever. Yeah, you, it's elitist, and it's giving mm-hmm, the finger to And This is something that, that is some just clever, clever best enough. My friends
3: are Yahoo's in Middle America, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we yeah, can but, tell. Because That's also, that.
2: I was just kind of like looking at these ads and thinking, "Well, what actually is progressive?" Because I was like, and they were like saying that they came up with this whole campaign. Flow is uh, began as a uh, cashier in a superstore. And they created this superstore, the, the words of the marketing guy was to make the intangible tangible because what Progressive does is it sells insurance. And, and so they created this sense that you go to a store and there's a super friendly, super helpful person there to help you. Because of course that isn't the way, right? That isn't the way you buy a Walmart. It's just on the <laughs> yes, they kind of uh, localized it, or physicalized it.
0: But it now, right. have you noticed they all have brought in the new character of the really annoying guy with the red hair? Yeah, you know. I don't like him. <gasps> I don't. I, I'm not there with him. Remember? And then he has a wife now, and he's got, and he's like sings when there, he has this great party. Remember this one? Have
4: you I, one? I just remember the one where he, he sees his mom. Never mind.
3: No, I I, I have to say, yes. But it's, I'm having now a memory of every character from the 70s like Rosie the quicker picker upper Bounty, mm-hmm. Mr. Whipple, Please don't oh, Squeeze this the Charmin woman, and how these are oh, those characters are so uh, uh what was it Mrs. Olson with Folgers coffee?
0: And it's kind of brilliant that they've well, kept Mrs. Ol- Mrs. Olsen for Folgers coffees. That was
3: the Wicked Witch of the West. Mar- Margaret Mitchell there I think she, she is. No Margaret like Hamilton. Hamilton, right.
2: Well, I think it's remarkable that Flo is still going yes, because North, the, they kept her. The Wendy, I mean, how many you know, years the, has it the, been? Where's the beef, lady? Was only on the air for like uh, uh, less than a year. Time to make you... the donuts,
0: guy. Was you know he was uh, ten years, and but I think Rosie was around for thirty years, probably. Yes. And Mr. Whipple was around for twenty or thirty years. Mr. Klein again, you could please don't squeeze the Charmin. I another another oh, way yeah. You couldn't get it And in Missy, He was always trying To squeeze
2: the Charming And he, nice. he never let him <laughs> I think there's a movie idea here yes. Where you take All the retired
0: characters They like, were never able like To get toys, what they want And like, you give it to them Make
2: a toy story you For the for the sort of Obsolete spokespeople Yes Yes That'll be the song They're all yeah. in a sort
0: of Limbo land Where they've been retired And they've got sort of maybe, gets, it's just, maybe it's right a together. game show Maybe it's like A reality show Where we put them all In a house And let them have The things that they
4: want And then
0: right. well, they're all all dead <laughs> <laughs> except
2: for flow
4: how, how many how many years do we know has the flow campaign
2: flows uh, started in 2008
4: it oh. seems longer than that it sure does does. Seem longer. Does well
2: they had that? so many I mean yeah. I think they've done something like 200 ads at this point
4: um, okay we're gonna take a quick break uh,
2: when we come back we'll reveal the number one ad campaign that made us go wow um, you listen to Wire wow report on radio anti Sirius xm
0: listening to World of Wonders WOW Report.
2: Things that make us go WOW. Welcome back to the WOW Report. Uh, I'm here with James St. James, Tom Campbell, and Blake Jacobs. We've reached the number one spot.
0: Did you just go somewhere else? Is that what happened? He's been traveling. He's been mind traveling this entire time. I've show. been in your alternate universe
3: watching those. <laughs> he comes down and lands and is right with us. But in the meantime, he's hovering above us. <laughs> It's yeah. like he's, 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 he's like got a, sp- a balloon that's just floating away. He's like a spider leaving his web, sort of coming down <laughs> a little thread and popping back up to the web. Am I right? Yes. I have no idea what number one is. Someone
0: I'm going have number trouble. One. No, you do. You do. You this do. is you. This is all you, baby. This is you telling the story. It is. Number one.
2: Teach the world to sing.
0: Yes, you know all about this. Go.
3: I To
0: teach the world to sing in perfect, sing in perfect harmony. Do 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 do
3: Grow apple trees and honey bees so and white turtle doves. It's the real thing. I wish oh. I'd come to the meeting before this because I don't know you anything. You totally do it, it was, it was. Um, I remember watching <laughs> it as a kid, and I remember them parodying it on Mad Men's. Mad Men's finale. No, it wasn't a Very parody. Good. They said
0: they, on the Mad Men's finale, he, they said that he was the one who came up with it, remember? Because <laughs> he was at the, 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 the Chakra. I mean, he was at the... the here's what I know. <laughs> the original idea came to Bill
2: Backer, an advertising executive working for McCann Erickson. Uh, who is the, 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 the Coca-Cola agency.
0: Maybe he was the model for, for um, Don Draper. Really? Oh,
2: okay. So Bill, Roger Cook, who's a composer, and Billy Davis... I don't know who he is, were delayed at Shannon Airport in Ireland. And after a forced layover with many hot tempers, they noticed their fellow travelers the next morning were talking and joking while drinking Coca Cola. Backer wrote the line, I'd like to buy the world a Coke, on a napkin and shared it with British hit songwriters, uh, aforementioned Roger Cook and Roger Greenaway. And guess what song they wrote? They wrote To Sir With Love. A long, cool woman in a black dress. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah. And also the Gene Pitney hit, Something's Got a Hold of Me. Yeah. Mm. So. And then, of course, it was a great commercial. It's called the Hilltop commercial. Because yes. it's diverse young people gathering on a hill. The and hippie and movement the capturing. The, you know, the beginning of the hippie movement. The beginning right? of the flower children. And it, amazing to me, actually, looking back on it, to think how unironic it was. Completely absence of any meta. No cynicism. Completely innocent, sweet. Sunlight and the hats. Well, that's, that's what the hippies were in the beginning. They yeah, were just completely but, but beautiful. But this was well, I that, think. that was 1972.
0: That was the height of the hippies. Okay.
2: And then, of course, the commercial was so successful, they got the new Seekers in the studio, re-recorded it, changed the words, took out the brand, product placement, and it became a huge, huge, huge hit song. I
3: always assumed it was a song that they co-opted into I thought into so, too. I thought First it was
0: the other word. song later. That very rarely happens, doesn't mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. Except for uh, Barry Manuel's songs. Which, like yes. What? What? Like what? Like what? Well, Barry Manilow wrote jingles. Yeah, that's what he, That's all he did. That's Which what he, he started. He wrote the KFC. He wrote... Uh, McDon-
3: Guess uh, he, wrote he wrote the... Um, you deserve, deserve a break, break today. today. Uh-huh. We're close by right on your uh-huh. way at McDonald's. Right we right do on? it all for you. He was a jingle writer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he started. And,
0: and don't you remember when we went to his um, concert and he does that whole thing where he does nothing but commercial songs and everyone, when everyone, they do, you know, the, <laughs> the insurance commercials hot. and he goes... Yeah, Badam.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Thanks for tuning in to the Wow Report on Radio Andy Sirius XM. Listen to previous episodes on our YouTube channel, Wow Presents. And if you're feeling really extravagant, splash out on Wow Presents Plus.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Oh. James Ten was... hits you didn't know were jingles first. Okay. Hold on. All right. That could be a future kind of, episode. This kind of research is really <laughs> helping us out here. Uh, well, hit.
2: thanks for
3: tuning oh, in. That
0: was it. That's the tease. <laughs> well, that... Nobody won't. Be. I, it, Maybe no, that, that will. Happening. Any
3: of this make air? Will the whole episode be on the cutting room floor this wait, week? Wait, wait, here we go, Stay here, here tuned. We go. It'll just be music, commercial, <laughs> music, commercial, yeah. music. Wait, 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 here we go. Oh, All
0: right, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's go. Uh, for yes. Pepsi, yes. my Adidas, Run DMC's, my Adidas was it for first. Um, let's go, Pepsi. <laughs> I Red cups, Red Solo cup was sure. first. Uh, yeah. Was first, um, uh, you know, that was a f- uh, first commercial yeah. for the Red Solo cups. Um, uh, I wonder if our our show's an hour the, and five <laughs> minutes, or was this an hour? What do you think? Forever by the Wrigley Doublemint song, if it became a huge hit. Yeah. I must say this. I'm show just feels wondering, is it a extra 60, long? Five minute
3: show? Oh, come on, you guys! 60 this is interesting. Think, let's
0: get it started. It was the Black Eyed Peas first started as a commercial, and for then what? it became for what? Well, that's what I'm trying to find out. That's what I'm trying. Originally, let's get it. Let's get. It, Target, huh?
3: I would think of this as the closing music theme and we should probably sign off over. I
0: think it was should, the NBA playoffs is what, what the commercial was started yes. for. Um, I think this should be a web Yes, episode. it
4: was.
2: All right, we're going. Thank you very much for tuning in. See you same time, same place next week. Until then, go out and do something that makes the world go wow. wow. I